chapter eleven part two of smoke blue by jack london this librivox recording is in the public domain the town site of tra lee the three hundred shouted that they were with him and followed him out upon the frozen river on the direct path he took for tralee at seven in the morning he led his stampeding cohort up the zigzag trail across the face of the slide that led to dwight sanderson's cabin the light of a candle showed through the parchment paper window and smoke curled from the chimney shorty threw open the door come on in smoke he greeted breakfast's ready who all are your friends smoke turned about on the threshold well good night you fellows hope you enjoyed your pass here hold on a moment smoke bill saltman cried his voice keen with disappointment want to talk with you a moment fire away smoke answered genially would you pay old sanderson twenty-five thousand for will you answer that bill you give me a pain was smoke's reply i came over here for a country residence so to say and here are you and a gang trying to cross-examine me when i'm looking for peace and quietness and breakfast what's a country residence good for except for peace and quietness you ain't answered the question bill saltman came back with rigid logic and i'm not going to bill that affair is peculiarly a personal affair between dwight sanderson and me any other question how about that crowbar and steel cable then what you had on your sled the other night it's none of your blessed and ruddy business bill though if shorty here wants to tell you about it he can sure shorty cried springing eagerly into the breach his mouth opened then he faltered and turned to his partner smoke confidentially just between you and me i don't think it is any of their darn business come on in the life's gettin boiled out of that coffee the door closed and the three hundred sagged into forlorn and grumbling groups say saltman one man said i thought you was going to lead us to it not on your life saltman answered crustily i said smoke would lead us to it and this is it you know as much about it as me and we all know smoke's got something salted down somewheres or else for what did he pay sanderson the twenty-five thousand not for this mangy town site that's sure and certain a chorus of cries affirmed saltman's judgment well what are we going to do now someone queried dolefully me for one for breakfast wild water charlie said cheerfully you let us up a blind alley this time bill i tell you i didn't saltman objected smoke let us and just the same what about them twenty-five thousand at half-past eight when daylight had grown strong shorty carefully opened the door and peered out shucks he exclaimed they's all hiked back to dawson i thought they was going to camp here don't worry they'll come sneaking back smoke reassured him if i don't miss my guess you'll see half dawson over here before we're done with it now jump in and lend me a hand we've got work to do all oh, for heaven's sake put me on shorty complained when at the end of an hour he surveyed the result of their toil a windlass in the corner of the cabin with an endless rope that ran around double log rollers smoke turned it with a minimum of effort and the rope slipped and creaked now shorty you go outside and tell me what it sounds like shorty listening at the closed door heard all the sounds of a windlass hoisting a load and caught himself unconsciously attempting to estimate the depth of shaft out of which this load was being hoisted next came a pause and in his mind's eye he saw the bucket swinging short to the windlass then he heard the quick lower away 
and the dull sound as of the bucket coming to abrupt rest on the edge of the shaft he threw open the door beaming i got you he cried i almost fell for it myself what next the next was the dragging into the cabin of a dozen sled loads of rock and through an exceedingly busy day there were many other nexts now you run the dogs over to dawson this evening smoke instructed when supper was finished leave them with breck he'll take care of them they'll be watching what you do so get breck to go to the a c company and buy up all the blasting powder there's only several hundred pounds in stock and have breck order half a dozen hard rock drills from the blacksmith breck's a quartz man and he'll give the blacksmith a rough idea of what he once made and give breck these location descriptions so that he can record them at the gold commissioner's to-morrow and finally at ten o'clock you be on main street listening mind you i don't want them to be too loud dawson must just hear them and no more than hear them i'll let off three of different quantities and you note which is more nearly the right thing at ten that night shorty strolling down main street aware of many curious eyes his ears keyed tensely heard a faint and distant explosion thirty seconds later there was a second sufficiently loud to attract the attention of others on the street then came a third so violent that it rattled the windows and brought the inhabitants into the street shook em up beautiful shorty proclaimed breathlessly an hour afterward when he arrived at the cabin on trolley he gripped smoke's hand you should a saw em. ever kick over a ant hole dawson's just like that main street was crawlin and hummin when i pull my freight you won't see trelee to-morrow for folks and if they ain't some a sneakin across right now i don't know minin nature that's all smoke grinned stepped to the fake windlass and gave it a couple of creaking turns shorty pulled out the moss chinking from between the logs so as to make peep-holes on every side of the cabin then he blew out the candle now he whispered at the end of half an hour smoke turned the windlass slowly paused after several minutes caught up a galvanized bucket filled with earth and struck it with slide and scrape and grind against the heap of rocks they had hauled in then he lighted a cigarette shielding the flame of the match in his hands they's three of em shorty whispered you oughta saw em say when you made that bucket dump noise they was fair quiverin they's one at the window now trying to peek in smoke glowed his cigarette and glanced at his watch we've got to do this thing regularly he breathed we'll haul up a bucket every fifteen minutes and in the meantime through triple thicknesses of sacking he struck a cold chisel on the face of a rock beautiful beautiful shorty moaned with delight he crept over noiselessly from the peephole they've got their heads together and i can almost see em talking and from then until four in the morning at fifteen-minute intervals the seeming of a bucket was hoisted on the windlass that creaked and ran around on itself and hoisted nothing then their visitors departed and smoke and shorty went to bed after daylight shorty examined the moccasin marks big bill saltman was one of them he concluded look at the size of it smoke looked out over the river get ready for visitors there are two crossing the ice now huh wait till breck files that string of claims at nine o'clock there'll be two thousand crossing over and every mother's son of them yammering mother load smoke laughed the source of the klondike placers found at last shorty who had clambered to the top of a steep shoulder of rock gazed with the eye of a connoisseur at the strip they had staked it sure looks like a true fisher vein he said 
how expert could almost trace the lines of it under the snow it'd fool anybody the slide fills the front of it and see them outcrops look like the real thing only they ain't when the two men crossing the river climbed the zigzag trail up the slide they found a closed cabin bill saltman who led the way went softly to the door listened then beckoned wild water charlie up to him from inside came the creak and whine of a windlass bearing a heavy load they waited at the final pause then heard the lower away and the impact of a bucket on rock four times in the next hour they heard the thing repeated then wild water knocked on the door from inside came low furtive noises then silences and more furtive noises and at the end of five minutes smoke breathing heavily opened the door an inch and peered out they saw on his face and shirt powdered rock fragments his greeting was suspiciously genial wait a minute he added and i'll be with you pulling on his mittens he slipped through the door and confronted the visitors outside in the snow their quick eyes noted his shirt across the shoulders discoloured and powdery and the knees of his overalls that showed signs of dirt brushed hastily but not quite thoroughly away rather early for a call he observed what brings you across the river going hunting we're on smoke while water said confidentially and you'd just as well come through you've got something here if you're looking for eggs smoke began ah forget it we mean business you mean you want to buy lots eh smoke rattled on swiftly there's some dandy building sites here but you see we can't sell yet we haven't had the town surveyed come around next week wild water and for peace and quietness i'll show you something swell if you're anxious to live over here next week sure it will be surveyed good-bye sorry i can't ask you inside but shorty well you know him he's peculiar he says he came over for peace and quietness and he's asleep now i wouldn't wake him for the world as smoke talked he shook their hands warmly in farewell still talking and shaking their hands he stepped inside and closed the door they looked at each other and nodded significantly see the knees of his pants saltman whispered hoarsely sure and his shoulders he's been bumpin' and crawlin' around in a shaft as wildwater talked his eyes wandered up the snow-covered ravine until they were halted by something that brought a whistle to his lips just cast your eyes up there bill see where i'm pointing if that ain't a prospect hole and follow it out to both sides you can see where they tramped in the snow if it ain't rim rock on both sides i don't know what rim rock is it's a fissure vein all right and look at the size of it saltman cried they've got something here you bet and run your eyes down the slide there see them bluffs standing out and sloping in the whole slides in the mouth of the vein as well and just keep a looking on out on the ice there on the trail saltman directed looks like most of dawson don't it wildwater took one glance and saw the trail black with men clear to the far dawson bank down which the same unbroken string of men was pouring well i'm going to get a look in at that prospect hole before they get here he said turning and starting swiftly up the ravine but the cabin door opened and the two occupants stepped out hey smoke called where are you going to pick out a lot while water called back look at the river all dawson's stampeding to buy lots and we're going to beat em to it for the choice that's right ain't it bill sure thing saltman corroborated this has the makin's of a jim dandy suburb and it sure looks like it'll be some popular well we're not selling lots over in that section where you're heading smoke answered over to the right there and back on top of the bluffs are the lots this section running from the river and over the tops is reserved 
so come on back that's the spot we've gone and selected saltman argued but there's nothing doing i tell you smoke said sharply any objections to our strolling then saltman persisted decidedly your strolling is getting monotonous come on back out of that i just reckon we'll stroll anyway saltman replied stubbornly come on wild water i warn you you are trespassing was smoke's final word nope just strollin saltman gaily retorted turning his back and starting on hey stop in your tracks bill or i'll sure bore you shorty thundered drawing and levelling two colts forty fours step another step in your steps and i let eleven holes through your danged ornery carcass get that saltman stopped perplexed he sure got me shorty mumbled the smoke but if he goes on i'm up against it hard i can't shoot what'll i do look here shorty listen to reason saltman begged come here to me and we'll talk reason was shorty's retort and they were still talking reason when the head of the stampede emerged from the zigzag trail and came upon them you can't call a man a trespasser when he's on a town site looking to buy lots while water was arguing and shorty was objecting but they's private property in town sites and that there strip is private property that's all i tell you again it ain't for sale now we've got to swing this thing on the jump smoke muttered to shorty if they ever get out of hand you've sure got your nerve if you think you can hold them shorty muttered back they's two thousand of em and more are comin they'll break this line any minute the line ran along the near rim of the ravine and shorty had formed it by halting the first arrivals when they got that far in their invasion in the crowd were half a dozen northwest policemen and a lieutenant with the latter smoke conferred in undertones they're still piling out of dawson he said and before long there will be five thousand here the danger is if they start jumping claims when you figure there are only five claims it means a thousand men to a claim and four thousand out of the five will try to jump the nearest claim it can't be done and if it ever starts there'll be more dead men here than in the whole history of alaska besides those five claims were recorded this morning and can't be jumped in short claim jumping mustn't start right oh said the lieutenant i'll get my men together and station them we can't have any trouble here and we won't have but you'd better get up and talk to them there must be some mistake fellows smoke began in a loud voice we're not ready to sell lots the streets are not surveyed yet but next week we shall have the grand opening sale he was interrupted by an outburst of impatience and indignation we don't want lots a young miner cried out we don't want what's on top of the ground we've come for what's under the ground we don't know what we've got under the ground smoke answered but we do know we've got a fine town site on top of it sure shorty added grand for scenery and solitude folks lovin solitude come up flockin here by thousands most popular solitude on the yukon again the impatient cries arose and saltman who had been talking with the later comers came to the front we're here to stake claims he opened we know what you did filed a string of five quarts claims on end and there they are over there running across the town site on the line of the slide in the canyon only you misplayed two of them entries is fake who is seth beers no one ever heard of him you filed a claim this morning in his name and you filed a claim in the name of harry maxwell now harry maxwell ain't in the country he's down in seattle went out last fall them two claims is open to relocation suppose i have his power of attorney smoke queried you ain't saltman answered and if you have you got to show it anyway here's where we relocate 
come on fellows saltman stepping across the deadline had turned to encourage a following when the police lieutenant's voice rang out and stopped the forward surge of the great mass hold on there you can't do that you know can't eh said bill saltman the law says a fake location can be relocated don't it that's right bill stay with it the crowd cheered from the safe side of the line it's the law ain't it saltman demanded truculently of the lieutenant it may be the law came the steady answer but i can't and won't allow a mob of five thousand men to attempt to jump two claims it would be a dangerous riot and we're here to see there is no riot here now on this spot the northwest police constitute the law the next man who crosses that line will be shot you bill saltman step back across it saltman obeyed reluctantly but an ominous restlessness became apparent in the mass of men irregularly packed and scattered as it was over a landscape that was mostly up and down heaven's lieutenant whispered to smoke look at them like flies on the edge of the cliff there any disorder in that mass would force hundreds of them over smoke shuddered and got up i'm willing to play fair fellows if you insist on town lots i'll sell them to you one hundred apiece and you can raffle locations when the survey is made with raised hand he stilled the movement of disgust don't move anybody if you do there'll be hundreds of you shoved over the bluff the situation is dangerous just the same you can't hog it a voice went up we don't want lots we want to relocate but there are only two disputed claims smoker argued when they're relocated where will the rest of you be he mopped his forehead with his shirt-sleeve and another voice cried out let us all in share and share alike nor did those who roared their approbation dream that the suggestion had been made by a man primed to make it when he saw smoke mop his forehead take your feet out of the trough and pull the town site the man went on pull the mineral rights with the town site too but there isn't anything in the mineral lights i tell you smoke objected then pull them with the rest we'll take our chances on it fellows you're forcing me smoke said i wish you'd stayed on your side of the river but wavering indecision was so manifest that with a mighty roar the crowd swept him on to agreement saltman and others in the front rank demurred bill saltman here and wildwater don't want you all in smoke informed the crowd who's hogging it now and thereat saltman and wildwater became profoundly unpopular now how are we going to do it smoke asked shorty and i ought to keep control we discovered this town site that's right many cried a square deal it's only fair three-fifths to us smoke suggested and you fellows come in for two-fifths and you've got to pay for your shares ten cents on the dollar was a cry and non-accessible and the president of the company to come around personally and pay you your dividends on a silver platter smoke sneered no sir you fellows have got to be reasonable ten cents on the dollar will help start things you buy two-fifths of the stock hundred dollars par at ten dollars that's the best i can do and if you don't like it just start jumping the claims i can't stand more than a two-fifths gouge no big capitalization a voice called and it was this voice that crystallized the collective mind of the crowd into consent there's about five thousand of you which will make five thousand shares smoke worked the problem aloud and five thousand is two-fifths of twelve thousand five hundred therefore the trolley townsite company is capitalized for one million two hundred and fifty thousand dollars there being twelve thousand five hundred shares hundred par you fellows buying five thousand of them at ten dollars apiece and i don't care a whoop whether you accept it or not 
and i call you all to witness that you are forcing me against my will with the assurance of the crowd that they had caught him with the goods on him in the shape of the two fake locations a committee was formed and the rough organization of the tralee townsite company effected scorning the proposal of delivering the shares next day in dawson and scorning it because of the objection that the portion of dawson that had not engaged in the stampede would ring in for shares the committee by a fire on the ice at the foot of the slide issued a receipt to each stampeder in return for ten dollars in dust duly weighed on two dozen gold scales which were obtained from dawson by twilight the work was accomplished and tralee was deserted save for smoke and shorty who ate supper in the cabin and chuckled at the list of shareholders four thousand eight hundred and seventy-four strong and at the gold sacks which they knew contained approximately forty eight thousand seven hundred and forty dollars but you ain't swung it yet shorty objected he'll be here smoke asserted with conviction he's a born gambler and when breck whispers the tip to him not even heart disease would stop him within the hour came a knock at the door and wild water entered followed by bill saltman their eyes swept the cabin eagerly coming to rest on the windlass elaborately concealed by blankets but suppose i did want to vote twelve hundred shares wildwater was arguing half an hour later with the other five thousand sold to-day it'd make only sixty-two hundred shares that'd leave you and shorty with sixty-three hundred you'd still control but what do you want with all that of a town site shorty queried you can answer that better than me wildwater replied and between you and me his gaze drifted over the blanket draped windlass it's a pretty good-looking town site but bill wants some smoke said grudgingly and we simply won't part with more than five hundred shares how much you got to invest wildwater asked saltman oh say five thousand it was all i could scare up wildwater smoke went on in the same grudging complaining voice if i didn't know you so well i wouldn't sell you a single besotted share and anyway shorty and i won't part with more than five hundred and they'll cost you fifty dollars apiece that's the last word and if you don't like it good-night bill can take a hundred and you can have the other four hundred next day dawson began its laugh it started early in the morning just after daylight when smoke went to the bulletin board outside the a c company store and tacked up a notice men gathered and were reading and snickering over his shoulder ere he had driven the last tack soon the bulletin board was crowded by hundreds who could not get near enough to read then a reader was appointed by acclamation and thereafter throughout the day many men were acclaimed to read in loud voice the notice smoke Ballou had nailed up and there were numbers of men who stood in the snow and heard it read several times in order to memorize the succulent items that appeared in the following order the trolley townsite company keeps its accounts on the wall this is its first account and its last any shareholder who objects to donating ten dollars to the dawson general hospital may obtain his ten dollars on personal application to wildwater charlie or failing that will absolutely obtain it on application to smoke blue monies received and dispersed from four thousand eight hundred and seventy four shares at ten dollars forty eight thousand seven hundred and forty dollars to dwight sanderson for town site of trolley ten thousand ten thousand to incidental expenses to wit powder drills windlass gold commissioner's office etc one thousand to dawson general hospital thirty seven thousand seven hundred and forty 
total forty eight thousand seven hundred and forty dollars from bill saltman for one hundred shares privately purchased at fifty dollars five thousand dollars from wildwater charlie for four hundred shares privately purchased at fifty dollars twenty thousand to bill saltman in recognition of services as volunteer stampede promoter five thousand to dawson general hospital three thousand to smoke baloo and jack short balance in full on egg deal and morley owing seventeen thousand total twenty five thousand dollars shares remaining to account for seven thousand one hundred and twenty six these shares held by smoke baloo and jack short value nil may be obtained gratis for the asking by any and all residents of dawson desiring change of domicile to the peace and solitude of the town of tralee note peace and solitude always and perpetually guaranteed in town of tralee signed smoke baloo president signed jack short secretary End of chapter eleven part two